ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله from the guidance that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم left us with from the ahadith and the narrations of the sunnah is a particular hadith a hadith narrated by Abu Dhar Jundub ibn Junadah and Abu Abdurrahman. This narration whereby the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ittaqillaha haythu ma kunt wa atbi'i sayyi'ata bil hasana tamhuha wa khaliqin nasa bikhuluqin hasan. In this hadith, we notice that there are three pieces of advice. There are three specific sections. The first section of this hadith, it tells us, Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wherever you may be, Meaning, have the taqwa, and the taqwa, it is that you fulfill the rights of Allah, fulfill the commandments from Allah, upon knowledge and understanding, desiring the reward from Allah, and that you stay away from the prohibitions, from that which Allah has prohibited us from upon knowledge, fearing the punishment of Allah. This is taqwa, and this is what the Prophet ﷺ has told us in this hadith. Ittaqillah, have this taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wherever you may be, whether it is open in front of the people or whether it is hidden in secret 
that you be upon taqwa in all of your circumstances. Do not be like the munafiqoon who only show an apparent taqwa when it comes to being in front of the people. Rather have this taqwa whether you are in front of the people or you are concealed away from the sight of the people. For indeed, the reality of taqwa, the reality of ikhlas, the reality of sincerity in the religion is that you be upon the worship of Allah in all of your circumstances, that you be upon the worship of Allah in secret, and you be upon the worship of Allah in open. The religion is based upon that sincerity. Hence Allah told us in the Quran, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَافَاءَ That they were not commanded except to worship Allah sincerely as حُنَافَاءَ as those who are upon Tawheed singling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with their worship, not doing it for the sake of showing off, not doing it for the sake of the praise from people, not doing it for the sake of gaining elevation, status, being raised by people and praised by people, that is not your purpose for worship, to be seen by others. We know full well the end consequence of those people who only worship to show others and to gain the praise of others. They are punished in the afterlife as the narration mentions. A man who only fought jihad to be praised by people and a man who only taught the people to be praised by people, and a man who only gave in charity to be praised by people, then they are thrown into the hellfire because they did not do their deeds sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us, اِتَّقِ حَيْثُ مَا كُنْتُ Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wherever you may be. For indeed, nothing is concealed from Allah. Nothing is hidden from Allah in the heavens and in the earth. Perhaps a person thinks that he can do something secretly and that nobody else will see him and maybe nobody else sees him but indeed allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees that person and that is why the levels of iman they are different between different believers there is the level of islam the broad level of islam then there is the level of iman and then there is the level of ihsan the level of Ihsan and Ta'abud Allah That you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
as though you see him and indeed you do not but know that he certainly sees you he certainly sees you and what you do and he has those angels kiram and katibin those angels the honorable noble guardians writing all of what you do whether it is open and in front of the people or whether it is hidden and secret from the people all of it is written down by the angels those angels that record your deeds so take note of what the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has told us here in the first section of the hadith ittaqillaha haythu ma kunt fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wherever you may be whatever circumstance whether out in the open or particularly whether concealed and in secret the believer is the one who worships allah in all circumstances the believer is not the one who only worships allah when people see him and is pious when people see him but then in secret when nobody sees him then he is upon no piety that is not the way of the true believer then after that in this same hadith in the second section the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us wa atbi'i as-sayyi'ata bil hasanati tamhuha follow up a bad deed that you may do follow up a bad deed with a good one and it will wipe it out this second section of the hadith it talks about the sins that we do no doubt all of us we fall into sins all of us fall into errors and mistakes kullu bani adam khata wa khayru khata'in at-tawwabun all of the sons of adam they make error they make sin they fall into wrong but the best of those who end up in wrong are the ones who repent and they return back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seeking forgiveness for the wrongs that they've done for indeed allah mentioned in the hadith in the qudsi hadith where he said kullukum tukhti'una bil layli wan nahar wa ana aghfiru adh-dhunuba jami'a fastaghfiruni aghfir lakum that indeed all of you do make errors you fall into sin day and night but i am the one who forgives so seek your forgiveness from me and i will forgive it is mentioned in the famous hadith that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the lowest heaven allah descends to the lowest heaven in the last third of the night in the last third of the night allah descends to the lowest heaven yanzilu rabbuna ila as-sama'i ad-dunya idha baqiya thuluthu al-layl al-akhir and then allah says man yastaghfiruni fa aghfir lahu who is seeking my forgiveness 
and I will forgive them. So certainly the door to repentance is open. The door to seeking forgiveness is open. If a servant of Allah has been misled by the shaitan, misled and misguided upon a life of haram, then the door and the opportunity to repent and to return back to Allah is open. It is open. قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَصْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Allah tells us in the Qur'an, My servants, the ones who have transgressed against themselves, do not lose hope in the mercy of Allah. It is indeed the shaitan that causes you to think that there is no point in repenting, there is no point in practicing. This is from the whisperings of the shaitan taking you away from your obedience to your creator. And remember, remember that indeed Allah created you and placed you on this earth and then created all of these blessings for you. Even the air that you breathe and the legs that you walk on, all of this Allah created for you so that you may worship Him. All of this created for you so that you may worship your Lord. It has not been created so that you can gather your money and your wealth, so that you can go after the luxuries of the world. Rather, Allah told us in the Quran, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I did not create the jinn or the humans except for them to worship me. That is your purpose and that is your objective. But of course, all of us, the servants of Allah, we fall into error and we fall into sin. But the one who has been in that error or sin, it is upon him to repent now whilst the opportunity is open. Inna Allaha yaqbalu tawbatal abdi ma lam yugharrir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the repentance from a servant up until your soul is still in your body. It is not exiting from your neck. When your soul exits from you, it is exiting from your neck. Then your opportunity for seeking forgiveness is gone. Now the opportunity is still there to change your life. If you have been misguided and misled by the shaitan, if you engage in haram activities, if your business, your trade, your dealings are haram, then the opportunity is still there to repent and change. Even a person who is upon shirk, whilst he is alive, he has the chance to repent and come to Islam. So all sins can be forgiven and all sins can be wiped out if a person sincerely repents from them. Now whilst he has the chance. Hence the Prophet ﷺ told us, أَتْبِعِ السَّيِّئَةَ بِالْحَسَنَةَ تَمْحُهَا 
Follow up a bad deed with a good one. If you fall into an error or a sin, repent. Seek forgiveness and come back to the worship of Allah. And then the Prophet said, It will wipe out those bads and those evils that a person has done. Just as it mentions When you seek repentance, it wipes out what came before it. <coughs> الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله in this very small hadith the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم has given us a lot of advice and that is the way the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was given the miracle of جوامع الكلم that he would speak with only a few words, but the meanings would be tremendous. Now we have seen the first two parts of the hadith, then there is a final third part in this hadith, a third section where the Prophet said, and intermingle, interact with the people with the good mannerism, with the good characteristics, with the upright behavior. Do not cheat the people. Do not deceive the people. Man minna. Whomsoever deceives and cheats, then he's not from us. Do not backbite the people. Do not spread stories and namimah about each other. The Prophet ﷺ has told us that interact with each other with the good manners and the good characteristics. As Aisha radiallahu anha said about the Prophet ﷺ, that his mannerisms and his etiquettes were that of the Quran. In another narration, Inna ma the Prophet said, I have been sent to perfect the mannerisms, the characteristics, and the etiquettes. These are all from the advices of the Prophet. In another narration, it mentions that the heaviest thing in the weighing scale will be those good mannerisms. This is the characteristic of goodness and uprightness that every Muslim should be upon, just like the Prophet ﷺ was upon. We do not want to be just Muslim by name, and we ignore these narrations. Notice in this narration there are three parts, like we said. The first part, fear Allah wherever you are, that is regarding the right that you as a servant have to your Lord. Then the second part, was regarding the rights that occur for a person to himself that you are sinning against yourself so repent and return back to Allah and the third part is the rights that a person has to other people how we interact with others do we backbite our brothers and sisters do we spread stories do we carry the namima these are, as Shaykh al rahimahullah said, diseases in society. 
Do we envy each other? Have the hasad hoping and wishing that your brother or your sister loses the blessings they've been given because you have not been given them. This is not what the Prophet ﷺ taught us. He taught us in this narration, Interact and intermingle and be with the people upon good characteristic. لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه None of you is a true believer until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. And the meaning of that also, that you hate for your brother what you hate for yourself. You do not want evil to come to you, so you do not want evil to come to your brother. You do not want evil to come to you or your family. Then do not wish evil upon others. Be upon the good and upright character that the Prophet ﷺ was upon even before he became a prophet. Even before he became a prophet. The kuffar of Quraysh, they used to call him the Amin, the trustworthy one, the noble, upright one. They knew of his good character. They knew of his trustworthiness. They recognized that in him even before he became a prophet. This is the example that we need to be upon as Muslims, to fear Allah and to be upon taqwa, privately and openly, to seek forgiveness and repent from our sins, and to be with each other upon the rights of Islam, upon the good character, and upon the morals and manners that the Prophet ﷺ taught us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us upon those characteristics, the characteristics of taqwa, the characteristic of seeking forgiveness from our sins, and the characteristic of goodness between each other.